to show you off. Take off no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across. Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. We could go to Paris, let me show you the lavish. Ain't no need to pack, we can shout where we landing. Get you well established, upgrading your status. Then we hit the Eiffel for dinner when you famish. We could go to Spain, Barcelona, Senorita. I'll show you a un buen, buen momento. And we don't gotta rush a thing, despacito. Just wanna spend my time contigo, Tigo. So I'm in one, true beauty, and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitation, you choose anything you want, but just why you be me. So I'm in one, true beauty, and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitation, you choose anything you want, but just why you be me. Come on now, let me show you all. Take off, no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across. Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. Take you on a cruise to the the carnival barbados crop over yo yeah or trinidad tobago talk we got island hop like we kangaroos we could go to jamaica hit ocho rios lounge with the locals eat like the people island things one punch in mojito then watch the sun set from a gazebo zebo just got this passport. She only got one stamp in it. Let's change that. So I'm in one true beauty and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitant, you choose anything you want, but just why you be my guy. So I'm in one true beauty and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitant, you choose anything you want, but just why you be my guy. Come on now. Let me show you all, take off no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across. Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. Hey. your boy hollywood thank you for tuning in to hollywood and friends here every sunday 6 p.m eastern be sure to follow me on social media at i am hollywood follow our producer stacy at hampton blue network both of ours on instagram and bou is how you spell blue we here happy week after juneteenth <laughs> yeah that's the thing um now hopefully y'all enjoyed y'all juneteenth if y'all job gave y'all the day off there was this post that was floating around it was like do y'all got monday off or is y'all job a little racist and if you had to work monday chances are your job might be a little racist maybe maybe um but yeah um fast shouts to uh the idea even that the country is even celebrating juneteenth in that way and making it a official national holiday so it's progress it's progress uh what we talking about today we getting into what's hot in these blogs for the week i'm gonna tell y'all what that is for this week one of the biggest stories that been like having all of us in a chokehold this whole week is this submersive submarine submersive tablet 
YouTube, whatever you want to call it, where these five men went to go visit the wreckage site of the Titanic. And as of Thursday, they are presumed to be dead. And we're going to get into it exactly what details are of that. And what else we got? What's hot in these blogs? Um, the Simmons family is blowing up on social media. They're having this public feud, if you will, this public uh, they brought their family business to the public. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. What exactly is going on with that? Tasha K and Cardi B back in the blogs. Tasha K is just seemingly not learning the lessons <laughs> or something because Cardi B is ready to take her to the cleaners even further because of some comments Tasha K recently made about Cardi B. What else we got? Jonathan Majors appeared in court with his new girlfriend, Megan Good, by his side. We're going to chop it up a little about that. Um, what else? I got a little update on the babyface and Anita Baker situation I want to talk about. And what else? What else? What else hot in these blogs? Oh, I also got an update on the Tyler Perry and the BET deal, too. I want to chop it up about. We also got what blows mine a little later. That's the part of the show we say we get under our skin, what irks our nerves, but we're going to kick it off how we always do. Question of the week. This week's question of the week. Do you believe in cutting off family members for good? Yeah. Do you believe in cutting off family members for good? I'm going to get to some responses from social media. <clears throat> Town Biz 2023 said, yep. Mr. Shazer 4 said, surely do. T. Rich said, hell yeah. The fuck? The um, For me, <clears throat> yes. I'm going to say yes. And I'm, I'm, it's like a thin line. I'm torn between like, life is too short and cut it you need to cut it but i think you got to at least try right it, but sometimes there's some people family members are not where you just hitting a wall with it you try and you try again and if they're just a toxic person whether y'all blood related or not you, you got to choose your your sanity and your mental health over the fact of having this relationship with this person you can still love them but you ain't got to like them. You ain't got to be around them. You don't got to have a relationship with them. So for that reason, I do believe in cutting off family members for good. The toxic ones, the, co the toxic ones who just don't, don't get it or don't care. You know, there's just, we all got them. We all got, we all got those family members. And you might have to see them at Thanksgiving or Christmas. And the energy is always like awkward or well, you just know auntie such and such is here is is bound to go down before this night is up. Somebody's going to be crying. Somebody's going to be arguing. <laughs> we all got them. So, yeah, I do agree with um, I do believe in cutting off family members for good. Uh, let us know what you think. Hit us up on social media at 
Hollywood and Friends on Instagram or even at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram. Find the post for the question of the week. Hit us up in the comment section. Let us know. Do you believe in cutting off family members for good? But we're going to get ready to get into what's hot in these blogs. Speaking of family members and cutting off family members for good. The Simmons clan has brought their family business to uh, social media. It started with, I seen a post from uh, Kamora Lee Simmons and she posted, I think she did like an Instagram live or something like that. And she was kind of just like venting and uh, making like accusations about um, her ex-husband, Russell Simmons and his relationship with them and the daughters and She's accused him of being like abusive and all of these things. And then the daughter chimed in. Um, Aoki, I believe her name is. She chimed in and was basically. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? She was basically confirming what the what uh, Kamora was saying about Russell. Then she ended up posting her own screenshots and video grabs and it was like yikes so of course a lot of people was feeling like why why y'all on social media with this and kimura's response to the to that was basically she's been trying to handle it keep it in for the longest but i i think she was saying something along the lines of she felt this is this was her last resort, I guess. Like, so here we are. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's it's gotten a little crazy. Um, is anytime you see family business play out publicly on social media, I'm gonna just tell you a sidebar real quick. I know I don't like it at all. I'm a big advocate for why are you running to Facebook? Why are you like? posting i try to school my nephews on it i try to school my sisters on it um it's just because now you got everybody in your business now you got all of these comments and even if the people not commenting the ones who know you and know your family personally they're watching and it's judgment it's like oh they they got some shit going on over there like it's like, that's not for the public. Now, I mean, that's kind of like you arguing in the street, loud as hell, two in the morning in front of your house. And you just arguing like top of your lungs and waking up the neighbors. Like, that's basically what it is. Like, everybody don't got to be in the business. Um, but that's how I feel about it. Um, but yeah, so I'm hearing it started because the oldest daughter wished Kamora a happy father's day and that allegedly pissed Russell off <laughs> um but yeah and then here we are they it's just a lot of accusations being thrown out there and who knows what's really like the real but Kamora says she got receipts um the daughter's got their own receipts uh russell has responded not to the the accusations per se but he did 
post. Wait, first, I'm a, before I get to what Russell said, I wanted to read what um, the daughter has said first. So this is the post from Ayoki and her Instagram. She wrote, um, my father is not well. She said for years, he needs help and won't accept that he refuses to acknowledge he is not himself. She said he has threatened and bullied my sister, my grandma. He has harassed my grandma in the middle of the night in poor health. Uh, Send a man to my sister's apartment at 2 a.m. to scare her. He lashes out at anyone who does not say, oh, Russell, everything is fine. She go on to say, um, she said, if, quote unquote, I never get a fashion job again, like he threatens, she said, I'll be a lawyer, I guess, and work in the criminal justice. She said, you don't threaten my sister and my grandma and mother and say, who's going to believe you? I'm Russell Simmons. Nobody thinks I'm crazy. Well, he is. That was one of the posts from Ayoki, the daughter. And then she posted like screenshots and all of that. Um, Russell's response to all of this, he posted, he said, he posted a picture of his two daughters and he said, God is testing you a little bit. It's okay. Be strong. They are called growing pains. As you know, we grow through adversity and struggle. You were forced to read my books and hear me preach your whole childhood. Reach back. Remember to remember smile and breathe, smile and breathe. You are the watchers of the world. So let go. Be at ease. God is driving and he is working on you. Deeply sorry for being frustrated and yelling. But know there, is, there are no conditions. For sure, I love you guys more than I love myself. And I guess he kind of had to address the yelling video because Ayoki posted a screen grab of a FaceTime call they had together. The volume is down. But you got some people that was like trying to read Russell's lips, but whatever he was saying, he was definitely going off. But again, with, with, with social media in general, anything you see on social media, especially when you're getting small little clips and bits, you, anybody can make anything seem any particular way. Like, we don't know the full story of it and what even led up to that, that moment and that call. But all I know is... Delete it. Delete all that shit, Peggy. Delete all that shit. Because <laughs> it's, it's like, it's not, I don't think it's helping. Personally, I don't think it's helping like for it to play out in front of all of us. Because now look, here we are talking about personal family business that should have stayed in the text thread, in the group chat or whatever, like something. So it's crazy. Yikes. Um, someone was saying that they thought that they used to use Russell and Kimura as the example of like the perfect divorce couple. <laughs> like, cause they seem to have this great co-parenting situation. They have businesses together and all of this, like it was, it was, it seemed to be a, a nice thing. And now we're forced to see it ain't all what it's cracked up to be, but Hopefully they get it together soon or maybe they'll follow our question of the day and cut each other off for, for good. I don't know, but get, 
get it together, y'all. Hopefully, <laughs> get it together. All right, let's move on. What else we talk about? Uh, Tyler Perry. So the BT deal. Um, it's been reported that Tyler had finalized the deal, even though Tyler has not officially confirmed that. Now there's a rumor out here. Come a little, come a little close. Turn, turn your radio down. We don't want everybody to hear this. There's a little rumor out here that the deal is not actually finalized because of the price. They're saying it has a $3 billion price tag on it. That's what BT is allegedly going for, $3 billion. And it's being reported, there's a rumor that Tyler is like, hold on now. Like, I ain't really trying to spend $3 billion on it. And it's mainly because what I'm hearing is the math ain't mathing all the way for it to be worth $3 billion because it's reportedly the network is bringing in like 300 I forget the exact number, but it's over 300, between 300 and 400 million dollars a year is what it's being reported that the network brings in. So someone was doing the math and it's like, for that, that means Tyler won't make his 3 billion investment back until like nine years or something like that. And also there was reports of how much debt that the, the network is in. And if when you, once you buy the network, you got to you got to take that on too i guess so the math ain't all the way mathing for it to be worth 3 billion so i think they probably still like negotiating it and tyler's trying to see like i don't know i don't know if it's worth it <laughs> but it's reportedly um tyler already owned um like 25% uh stake in it but yeah, it got to make sense, right? It got to make sense financially. You got to be able to, I watch a lot of Shark Tank, right? You got to be able to make your bread back that you're investing in certain things. It, it got to make sense. So I think right now the math ain't mathing. So we'll see. Maybe they'll be able to negotiate and bring that $3 billion down to 1 billion maybe Tyler might be more inclined to be like I right, I could do I could do a 1 billion but I ain't doing 3 billion um I'm reading that is what the original owner got for it uh Bob Johnson but yeah we'll see what happens but yeah that's that's why we ain't had nothing about uh, the finalizing of it but it's still in the works. The check ain't clear yet. The ink ain't dry. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll keep y'all posted with more as um, time progress. Um, let's move on. I got an update on the baby face and Anita Baker situation. We all, not all, but we most of us saw how it played out on social media and how Babyface was on the tour, then he was off the tour. And it was like a whole back and forth. They're calling it an r and beef. Meanwhile, these people is like 60 odd years old and they're in an R and beef. Um Anika, Anika, Anita has made some allegations against baby baby face. She said he accused him or saying that he don't like Beyonce. She actually said he hates Beyonce. Um, 
she was going in on him because people on social media who she feels are babyface fans were attacking her, cyberbullying her for first not um, letting babyface perform one particular night. And then after he was removed from the tour, they was attacking her some more. So she's getting attacked and in turn attacking babyface because she feels you need to say something. You need to call them all for whatever. But I was watching this interview with Babyface recently, and he explained exactly what went down on that night that caused him the first post that he's not going to be able to hit the stage that night. So we we only knew that there was technical difficulties happening, but we didn't know the details until now. So Babyface basically said that there's a big screen that Anita Baker uses during her set. This is her tour. Babyface is just there as a supporting act. So it's all about, she's the, she's the one, she's the headliner. It's all about her. She has this huge screen that she uses and the screen wasn't working. Babyface said that him and his team showed up from like, I think he said like 2, 2 or 3 p.m., something like that. The show isn't set to begin until like 7. And he said when they arrived, the screen wasn't working. And the crew was there working on the screen. 4 o'clock hit, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. The screen is still not fixed. So now it becomes, all right, what are we going to do? Like, do we still, can we still go on? Can we still perform while y'all are fixing the screen? He said they held the crowd outside. They didn't let the crowd in for like an extra 30 minutes or something, all trying to get the screen fixed to no avail. They could not get the screen fixed. Now 7 o'clock hit, 7.30 hit. The show's supposed to be starting. Babyface wanted to go on and still perform while, while the people working on the set, but apparently he said that that wasn't an option. So he said it didn't come to... Um, they didn't realize that the screen just wasn't going to work until like 9 p.m. that night is when they realize it's just not happening. So now, Babyface, mind you, he's supposed to start at 7. 7, 7.30, he would have been done like 9. Anita should be taking the stage around 9 something. So now when they realize the screen is not going to work, Time is of the essence. Babyface still wanted to perform at nine o'clock. But that would have meant now Anita Baker is not going to go on until 1030 or so, 11. Like, so he was told you can't go on because Anita needs to do her whole set. And he also mentioned that he wasn't even going to initially post anything at all, but people in the audience were booing someone else i think came out and told the audience babyface is not gonna be taking the stage tonight he said people were booing throwing things and all of this because what pay my money what you mean babyface not coming out like huh and he said he didn't want he he started getting dms right after that, that the announcement was made that he wasn't gonna be hitting the stage like calling him a, a no show and all of this he said he didn't want that to be their narrative and rightfully so he owes it to his fans 
to give them an explanation why he can't, why he's not taking the stage. He posted a post on Instagram. I'm unable to take, I'm not going to be able to take the stage. Now I forget exactly what the post said, but something about Anita has to do her. I was told I can't take the stage because Anita has to do a full set, something like that, he said. And then she had the fan from that point on. But it's very interesting to know that, damn, it's because of the technical difficulties of this screen that y'all been working on for, damn, seven hours. And now at Showtime, y'all still working on it? My mans can't even go on and perform while y'all working on it? So I think it just was like a bad situation, a bad situation that turned worse because Anita Baker has been tweeting up a storm about um, <laughs> Babyface. Uh, but some good news out of it, Babyface announced that he is working on his own tour and he should be announcing dates and stuff soon. So for everybody who wanted to see Babyface, You'll get your chance soon. But damn, R&B at 60 plus years old. And Babyface is, is, is a, a, quite the gentleman, though, because even despite all of this, he still was not saying anything negative about Miss Anita Baker. But I, me personally, putting myself in, in Babyface's shoes, like he even mentioned that their like personal relationship was always good despite anything else even on like tours you know you're dealing with people you're dealing with promoters you're dealing with managers like there may have been some things going on but him and her personally has always been good and respectful but for me once you now which he says is a lie when she put out the fact or not the fact when she posted that he does that he hates Beyonce that I think would now now we can't even be friends no more now like we was cool despite it all we could have probably worked it out but if that's actually the case and you just made that up just to get me to now be attacked we can't be we can't be friends no more after this that relationship got to be done because it would be done for me if someone who I considered a friend just posted a bold-faced lie of, about me in that way, yeah, it's like, nah, you trying to trying to ruin me? You trying to ruin my character? Like, you know the beehive don't play? He said he immediately got bees in his comment section after she posted that. But he addressed it. He said it's not true. And, yeah, damn, R&B beef. 60-something years old, we in R&B over here. Crazy. Let's move on. What else we got? What's hot in these blogs? Uh, Tasha K and Cardi B. Man, Tasha K is not learning her lesson. She already has been sued for defamation. She lost. She owes Car Cardi something to the tune of $4 million or something like that. And I think she just feels she don't have it or she's she's feeling like if i don't have it you can't get it and expecting that to just be that right so 
Cardi's like doubling and tripling down. Like, nah, we're going to get this one way or another. So the last we spoke about this, Cardi was, uh, she got, she was going to the courts to get um, Tasha's like um, assets and stuff like all of that. She, she even wanted the YouTube earnings. Like she was trying to get everything. She wanted to seize the house and the cars. Like that's where we at with it. But Tasha K still isn't learning her lesson, I guess. I don't know. But Tasha K, um, take off who was a part of the Migos, who we know tragically lost his life last year. And they were celebrating his birthday recently. And I don't know when exactly Tasha posted this post exactly, but she said, Tasha K, about Cardi B, wasn't she posting guns right after Takeoff died? And on the internet, cutting up not long after his sudden takeoff? I'm just asking. Everyone grieves different with the thinking emojis. Like, you still, you still want rumble? So, in true Cardi fashion, she, re- she responded. Because Cardi is going to respond to everybody. Uh, T- Cardi posted, and Tasha K, with your despicable ass, <laughs> to bring up takeoff to prove a fake ass point is disgusting. She said, I lost weight. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. Me and my man still dealing with that to this day. I'm a rapper. We target it all the time. So, of course, I have guns for protection. But since you want to be funny for comments, I'm going to make sure your kid don't go to college. You think my lawyers don't know you hiding money in Africa? I'm going to make sure I get every red cent of my four mil. And then she put in all caps. Don't ever put takeoff name in your mouth. Sheesh. If Cardi was even, if Cardi even had the slightest, slightest thought of falling back a little bit, you just rev that engine right on up, right back on up. Like, what's up? What is, what is up, Tasha? What's up? I don't know. Unwind with Tasha K. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say, y'all. But all I know is Cardi gonna come for it. So <sighs> it'll be it'll be her own fault. She Tasha's making this bed right now. She's definitely gonna have to lay in it. Cause why are you still poking? Yikes. But let's move on. What else we got? I think there's only one more thing on my current list of things that's hot in these blogs for this week to talk about. Oh, no, it's two more things, actually. Um, one, one of them is the biggest thing, the biggest story of the week, but I'm going to save that for last. Um, Let's move on to Jonathan Majors and Megan Good. So there's been, you know, the rumors that they were dating and then the picture swirl came out that proved that, okay, they actually are dating. 
Now, here we are. Jonathan had a court appearance because we know he's being accused of uh, abuse and he's been like um, charged with like a misdemeanor assault and harassment, everything that he's um, denying that even happened. Um, He's maintaining his innocence with it, but you got to show up to court. You got to do what you're doing. And Megan Good was right there by his side at court when he showed up. That's what's up. That's really dope because to the public eye, this is a fairly new relationship. We don't know exactly how long they've been kicking it, but publicly it's fairly new. So for your fairly new relationship, your girl to show up with you to court, that's what's up. Like most people will probably be like, oh nah, this I ain't I ain't got time for this. This this baggage that like nah, but she right there, like, I'ma stick beside him. I'ma stick beside him. That's what's up. And Megan good, been good. Megan is one of them ones. And so Jonathan's a lucky man in that regard. And she's right there by his side. Like, what up? We here. Um, but that's dope. So the latest thing is um a trial date has been set for August 3rd. So we'll see how this plays out. Jonathan's team said they got receipts and stuff that's gonna prove his innocence. So yeah, innocent until proven guilty. Let us not forget. Even though we, we know a lot of times with us is guilty until proven innocent, but it is innocent and proven guilty. So, no, see how it play out, how it play out. All right, moving on. Last but not least, this story was actually the biggest story of the week. It had us all in the chokehold since it happened. This submersive submarine, whatever you want to call it, that these five men went inside to go down 12,000 feet in the ocean to visit the Titanic wreckage site. And this thing, this, I don't even know what you call it. Like, it's not, it's not exactly a submarine, like, but this thing that they were in, um, lost contact with its mothership like an hour and a half after going in the water. That's not even that long. They probably reached a couple thousand feet and already lost contact. Um, And since then, it's been a waiting game, a search to try to find this submersive. And it was reported initially they only had like 96 hours of oxygen on board which would have ran out by Thursday. And this started around Monday or so, Monday or Tuesday. And it was just a, a search game for this, for this thing, like to try to find it. And you know, the ocean is the ocean, the depth and how it's the ocean. It's like trying to find a needle in a haystack 
and it's pitch dark because after like 5,000 feet, the sun no longer illuminate the water after 5,000 feet. And we're talking about 12,000 feet below the surface. So pitch dark. And all they could go off of is using devices to try to detect noises and sounds and using like ro robots on um, robotic machines to try to like, like find this thing. And it was a race against the clock and it was looking grim. And as of Thursday, it's being reported that they are presumed to be dead at this point. Um, not only have the oxygen time ran out, but it's being reported that it actually might have imploded the device itself because of how deep they were going. And it's just, I guess, science in that way of what would happen to a device like that, a aluminum or metal can. I don't even know what you call this thing, but it's possible that it imploded, which is crazy. We don't even know like when or what. My thing is, I don't, I wonder, are they going to call off the search now because if i was the family of these five men i wouldn't be satisfied with just the theory of oh we found some debris so it's likely it imploded y'all gotta show me some show me some i wouldn't be satisfied i would i would need closure like beyond just the tail they said they seen like the tail of it the tip of the back of it and um like the landing um strip thing whatever you call it is what i read that they found like i need more than that though like as a as the family right i i would need some but i don't know like if they're gonna like call up the search if they're still searching um but it's a crazy situation these five men I heard paid $250,000 each. First of all, who, who they paid this money to? $250,000 each to sit in this small ass can where when you look at pictures of how it's set up, they, they can't even stand up in this thing. You literally got to sit down and it's like you facing... Um, one's facing one way, the other's facing the other way. Like, like that's how small this thing is. There's one little window, and it's being controlled by a joystick. And I guess the connection to the main ship. $250,000 to go see this Titanic site. Now, they say this thing, Ocean Gate, is called the device that it has made over like 50 test trips down. And I, I'm guessing maybe these test trips were like unmanned, like they where they just sent the thing down in the water to see, to test it out, to see exactly like what would happen and how far it could go, et cetera. Over 50 times they've done, they done this. Some, sometimes as far as 12,000 feet, 
Um, they've done three actual journeys with people. Um, one every year, basically since 2021. And the, they did an interview with one of the guys who was on it last year and he, they went down successfully. They saw the wreckage of the Titanic. But one thing that was pointed out is every single time they've gone down there, there have been complications. There have been technical difficulties that has happened. None to this extent, these people thankfully were able to make it back to the surface. But there's always been concerns of the safety of this thing. And here we are. We're still going to climb in this thing. We're going to have it bolted shut from the outside. And we're going to go down in this water. Like, I guess, but if you're a billionaire, which I read one of them were at least, I don't know about all of them, but one of them, at least one of them was a billionaire. Um, can't you find a more um, safer way to go down to visit this site? Like, if you even want to go down there to see it, like, one that with, I don't know, it just feels like it wasn't planned for like potential errors. Like, I don't know. Even the whole, the four day oxygen situation is like, could we not get more? Can we not get like two weeks worth of oxygen? Is it just that, was that just like impossible? Like factoring in, like we know this is the ocean. And worst case scenario, if something does go wrong, it may take them a while to find us. I would need more than four days. Unless it was just impossible. I don't know how it works. Maybe that would have required bigger tanks and they just couldn't do it. Like, but oh no, man. 12,000 feet. That's that's far. That's that's really, really, really far. Really far. And this is the ocean. I keep pointing this out, but we don't even know what's down there. What's what it could be some Loch Ness monsters down that bitch. Like, for all we know, that deep, we don't know what's down there. They could have been attacked by something. Like, who knows? Um, someone said the way it imploded you probably would not recover bodies as they are probably in pieces it probably happened instantly which in a weird way may be a good thing as maybe they didn't suffer yeah that's one way to look at it 
Someone said, apparently this happened when they lost contact. So it's possible they have been gone since Sunday. So it's possible they haven't gone since Sunday. Oh, man. So apparently some ships have left because I was wondering, are they still going to search for this thing or is it over? Like, so apparently some ships have left. Right now they are trying to get the debris and hopefully put the craft in place to see what happened. This thing is the size of a minivan. And the trip was supposed to be just eight hours. Huh. Crazy. Crazy. I don't even know. Like, I don't even like the water like that. Like, sign me out. I'm not, not with it. Not with it. And the fact that it costs that much to even go. Like, what? I asked, I wanted what it would where did the money go? Like what was it to help build the thing? It can't be because the thing was built since 2020 or so. Like is it for the oxygen? Like the it, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like that's a hefty, hefty price tag for something that is that risky. So they are thinking the vessel may have been compromised after a certain amount of trips because it, it did the test trips first, which I said was like 50 or more. And then it did actually three actual voyages. So they're saying that it may have been compromised after so many trips and finally gave out. It's technology too, right? So you got to like factor in technical difficulties you see we just spoke about Anita Baker and the screen not working like for hours when you're dealing with like technology you just got to be prepared for like some shit might just happen but I feel like for one I, I wouldn't I wouldn't ever do this but if I were to I would just need like a plan b and c on, on deck like just in case this happens like we need some contingency plans. 12,000 feet is probably too far to have like a chain attached to it. But can we get a chain to this thing? Like just in case y'all could like pull us back up. I wonder how long it take to get down to 12,000 feet. I know the overall thing was supposed to be eight hours. So maybe... Two of that is the travel time. Two two hours or so, or three. <sighs> well, I'll tell you one thing. These billionaires or whoever else could afford to do things like this will probably think twice next time before doing something like this. It's tragic. Tragic. Some people are upset that our tax dollars may have been used for the rescue. 
shaking my head. Shaking my head. But condolences to the families, though. I, I To put myself in their shoes, I know that this had to be a stressful week for them once they even lost contact initially. And once a day passed, two days passed, like, that got to be stressful. One of the people in there was only 19 years old. It was a father and son. But it's like, bugging. Bugging. I ain't with it. So the people uh, who, the company itself, they released a statement and they said, we now believe that our CEO, Stockton Rush, Shazada Dawood and his son, Suel, Suleiman Dawood, uh, Hamish Harden and Paul Henry Nagolet have sadly been lost. They said these men were true explorers who shared a distinct spirit of adventure and a deep passion for exploring and protecting the world's oceans. Our heart are with these five souls and every member of their families during this tragic time. We grieve the loss of life and joy they brought to everyone they know. For some reason, I I don't know why I keep thinking of um this guy, uh LL Cool J's song keep popping in my head. Deepest bluest, my head is like a shark spin. Like it's crazy. Why that song keep popping in my head? But um, they already got a documentary that's gonna be airing to uh this week, I believe. And it's like, damn, this was before they announced the documentary before the oxygen even ran out. Like, can can the oxygen run out first? Like, what are we doing? How y'all even put this together so quick? Talk about capitalizing. Wow, then. Um, so Cardi B called out the stepson of one of the guys. Um, I did see this. He went to a Blink-182 concert while this all was happening. So people was going in on him about, like, what? Like, you just out here, like, at a concert? And your family is, like, unheard from? Um, he said there was nothing he could do. He can't help with the search, so he just took two hours to see his favorite band. Someone said, I guess people grieve differently. Ah, that makes sense. And that's that's where the Tasha K tweet came in. About how um the the grieving process. Okay. But Tasha still should have mind her business in that case. That some some things you got to sit out, especially when you're in that particular position. It's not somebody you wanna wanna war with after losing the battle, <laughs> couple battles. But yeah, wow, okay, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. I mean, it's a step stepson. I mean, everybody got different relationships with people. Some people, like, may not be as close as one would think they are. So, I don't know. Maybe he already bought, you know, he probably already had these tickets. 
not trying to lose his money. I don't know. <laughs> I did. I seen this video of him trying to explain himself, like why he went to the concert. And he was saying something like, it's not like I was just like there, like having such a great time. I was just there listening to one of my, like, what, sir? What do you mean? It's not like I was just like having the time of my life. Like, He also said he couldn't travel and he only had $100 to his name because he spent the rest on a blank concert, maybe, I guess. I don't know. But I don't know, man. I know I do know one thing, though, <laughs> before we wrap this up. Social media can't take nothing seriously. Nothing. Like, from the start of this thing, there's been memes and all of this. It's like... Can we be serious for a second? Sheesh. Like, how does how does that work for the family? Like, watching these, seeing these memes and stuff, like, of people, like, creating. And it's because it's like, it's not their family, right? So they don't, they not affected so they don't really care of how insensitive these memes may be but i ain't gonna lie and say i didn't laugh at some of them but some of them i, I was shocked by like yo y'all wow y'all gotta chill y'all gotta relax but some of them i did laugh at i probably shared one on my, my facebook or something but yeah it's crazy. Um, there was another post I seen. Plies had tweeted out, Dear America, after y'all done looking for the submarine, can y'all spend the same money and time looking for some of these missing kids around America? That would be great. Thanks in advance. Can't say I disagree. We do, we do, um, I feel like we could do more for, for certain things that we don't do more for. Cause I could imagine how much this costs to rest, to search for these, these guys. The resources, the time. $6 million I'm reading. Nuts nuts six million dollars to search for a billionaire that should be taxed from 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 his bank though i feel he got it like that should be a fun like to come look for me yeah that should come out of his bank account high key High key, yeah. But unfortunately, that's how that went. People was like hopeful. They was even saying like, they, despite having this 96 hour oxygen window, that there was things that the guys could have done to extend that, you know, not exerting too much energy and stuff. But one guy pointed out 
that even the the temperature alone that was an impact because being that deep it is like below freezing and i'm sure this little can thing the temperature that impacted them as well and i learned that even your body just like shivering it's um taking oxygen it, it would have taken away from the oxygen that they had in there just from you shivering like learn something new every day but that's how that's how that's how i went that's i no i was gonna say something but that would have that nah i'm not even gonna say that um so <clears throat> before we move on um there's an expert that said with an implosion they probably didn't even know of an issue it, it just immediately imploded so i wonder with that being said do people think that that's how they lost contact like it just imploded like instantly at this point and so they probably like it probably been happened type thing that's that's crazy to think about it that way like what if wow huh so here we are thinking that they done made it tuesday wednesday thursday and running out of oxygen and all of these different scenarios and not even thinking that it could have been imploded and that's the reason they lost the contact wow interesting and i don't know if with them finding the the pieces and all of that if they would be able to determine that i don't think they will ever be able to determine exactly when and if it imploded and when but yikes exploring exploring but that's it that uh concludes was hot in these blogs for this week uh we're gonna get ready to get into what blows my do I even have anything for what blows mind for today? I'm not even sure. Let me see if I got anything before we even get into what blows mind. Let me think. Let me think. Um, I don't think I got nothing. So we might just skip it for this week. Because I don't think I got anything. Yeah, so we're going to get ready to wrap this thing on up. <laughs> um in the meantime in between time follow us on social media facebook is facebook.com slash hollywood and friends radio instagram is at hollywood and friends and email us hollywood and friends radio at gmail.com be sure to follow me on social media at i am hollywood instagram facebook and twitter follow our producer stacy at hampton blue network on instagram blu is how you spell blue and also youtube.com slash Hampton Blue. Let me check if we got any more responses. 
for the question of the day before we get up out of here. And I think that is it. Yeah, that is it. Appreciate you for listening, however you're listening, especially if you made it to this part right here. You the real OG. Um, Till next time. Deuces. Round of applause, it's your big night, you've been waiting for this. You got your dress picked, your shoes right, your jewelry flawless, new names in your call list. Thought I'd never know all this. Took a risk just to play that role, must have took a whole lot of courage. Damn, sure know how to work a room. Baby, ooh, you a star. Then make it home right for dinner time. Where'd you study at, Juilliard? You so gifted, no audition, must be chasing after the fame. Well, the stage is set and the winner is... Look, they called your name. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Don't be so shocked now, you earned it. Can't even speak, you so nervous. Had your speech ready, your girl set to back you like a chorus. Chorus, alibi, just a noble lie. Ain't no need to apologize. Go ahead, baby, accept that shit. And look, this whole thing's televised. Just so thankful, man. I'm just so thankful you done got caught. Got caught. For that jewelry maker was called. Cue that rapper music, cut it short. No audition, you so gifted. Heard you chasing after the fame. Well, the stage is set, and the winner is. Look, they called your name. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations.